Hey everyone, welcome back to Naturally Supernatural. I hope you guys had an amazing week and enjoyed our last episode. Today, we're actually going to be doing our last episode for this season, season four. And today's topic, which I mean, I can relate to. <laughs> Pastor Tom's smiling. Laziness. <laughs> I mean, to a degree, guys, to a degree. But Pastor Tom, can you explain with laziness because i know we were talking to about it prior but it's not really a state that you begin in right no no um like you're not born lazy no you're not born lazy i mean i talk about babies all the time and babies you know when they're born they're just looking for milk already they're mm-hmm. not lazy to look for milk so there's something about i think the order of things like you know you think about baby first thing is milk uh, and then and then they defecate. <laughs> and then, mm. You know, there's like there's like a, a, a system, a, a system, right? Yeah. Um, so that's the way um, the original design, um, where you take things one at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think laziness comes from um, a state where you become overwhelmed by things, and perhaps from poor planning or perhaps from not understanding who you are and you know you go for perfection and then eventually mm-hmm. you that's true you end up uh, overwhelmed mm-hmm. because you just if that's what you look for to please others and I I had a meeting in uh, previous day <laughs> and uh, yeah I experienced that I experienced yeah. this person just um so much um, just talking of self mm-hmm. and uh, it's really important to mm. to be able to not be overwhelmed and I think if you're overwhelmed then then you end up uh, lost almost you know like if you mm. feel like you can't Caring, handle it yeah. you just go into a you just shut off shut down yeah, mode it's true and most people when they see that they see laziness because you know, and they might come to you. Your friend might come to you and say, "Hey, let's let's head out to the night market." You know, <laughs> I don't know if the night market is open yet. Not but, yet. Soon. But people may find you. You may go. Oh well, you guys go ahead. I don't just. I just don't feel like going. Mm-hmm. And then you might say things like, "I just feel so lazy," but actually not. Like you're actually overwhelmed, and you just have so many things going on in your mind that you end up. Uh, not able to process it, mm-hmm. you know. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's like true. that's that's uh, that's how I feel. Uh, laziness is born. Mm-hmm. Is either you do too much, or you you take on too much, or you do a lot of cerebral work where it's too much at work, and then you mm-hmm. come home and you just don't want to do anything. Yeah, and it affects everybody. It affects you, and it affects everybody. I mean, would you say then that laziness then leads to, I guess then, of course, it's kind of a domino effect, but Mm. would you say that laziness is a key factor into why people become depressed or vice versa? No, I think it's uh, vice versa. I think you're depressed because you you feel overwhelmed Mm -hmm. and then you find that it's not... um, attractive to Mm. go out like you know you don't feel 
Like talk about attractive. You do, you don't even feel attractive if you if you always have to be perfect. Mm. You know, if if that's what you strive for and that's your whole idea of power and purpose, uh, mm. then you end up, you know, just just one person saying, "Oh no, you don't look so, <laughs> you don't look so good today," and then you're like, "Oh, you just feel defeated at that." Yeah, yeah, and then you don't want to go out. You don't want to go out. Mm. And then one thing lead to another and it could be days before you gather your guts to go out again, right? Yeah. And so, yeah, that can be a, a state of mind, you know, depression and then leading to laziness. Mm. I feel like it has to do also with you not understanding your purpose. Mm. I mean, you talk about mm. not understanding who you are. Mm. Mm. And you touch a little bit on on this, and I want to hear more on this, Pastor. You said something earlier about how it's a state of mind. Mm. You're not born with it. Mm. Majority of the times, it's the situation, mm. the position you're in. But I wonder what what really is the root behind all that. What causes it? And as someone that is trying to be productive. <laughs> What are some of the ways, you know, where we can have handles on it? You know, first get rid of the couch. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> just joking, joking. Get rid uh, of the TV. Yeah, TV and Netflix. Yeah. Sure. No, no. Um, <clears throat> on a on a more serious note, um, I I spoke on 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 uh, power and purpose. I, I think if you if you miss that part in your life, you miss the concept of that in your life. Mm. And we, I often talk about kingdom, and how people miss kingdom, not understanding the concept of kingdom. Mm. Um, how we've been given dominion in the beginning, uh, when Adam was created. Uh, then, if you're in fellowship with your Creator, you will find out the purpose. So I often tell people when I meet people in powerful business meetings. I would tell them that you can choose everything except your purpose, mm. because your purpose comes from your maker. So, for instance, mm. um, that's good. If I have a fork in my hand, yeah. whatever you have in your hand, like a pen, a ballpoint pen, uh, you if you if you had a if you had a pen and you go, you know, oh. Um, you know, I can write, I can do this, I can do that. And I can. But you don't know the purpose unless you know the maker that made you. True. So if you don't know the purpose, you may use that for something else, mm. right? Or you don't know the full, like, full use of it. Yeah, full use of yeah. it. Or, you, you know, you don't know the purpose. And so yeah. when you find out who the maker is, mm-hmm. then you will find out that the maker has released power mm. into you to perform the assigned purpose. Yeah. So if you don't know your maker, go back to that, mm. then you never know the power and the purpose that you've been given. And that's kingdom wow. mindsets. Okay. Uh, so if you're into religion, you can never get this. You will not understand this. And... I say this because I've experienced it myself. And until I found out kingdom concept, meaning kingdom, concept is the collective thought of the maker. The mm. concept came from the maker. The maker, the concept of the pen came from the maker of the pen. Mm. 
So if you don't understand the concept of the pen, you will use it for all kinds of reasons. Yeah. You know how I've seen some kids use a pen to pick their ears and, <laughs> mm. and poke out their eardrums. Oh I've seen that in Malaysia. And, and so that's not the purpose of yeah. the pen. But uh, people do do those things because they don't understand the concept. That, ex- that is extreme, but mm. I'm just saying, like, you know, you can use it for anything. True. A fork, a bubble tea, <laughs> a coffee from Starbucks. Like, you, you literally have to interview people who created that coffee and say, mm. what was the purpose of you creating this drink, this mm-hmm. iced coffee with too raw sugar? <laughs> <laughs> like, why? Why? Right? Yeah. So um, that's one thing. And sometimes people substitute things. Mm-hmm. Like, you yeah. know, I often like to say, and uh, you, can, you can listen in my next sermon, but <laughs> I like to say that, you know, and, and people say, oh, this is not theologically correct, correct. but that's okay. You know, yeah. just uh, an example. Example is that there is an authorized dealer and an unauthorized dealer. True. Okay, so an authorized dealer of your car, for instance, uh, Joyce, a Kia, mm-hmm. and yours is an electric, right? yeah. electric, full electric full car. Electric. Imagine you brought it to a backyard mechanic, yeah, unauthorized dealer, yeah, and you go, you know what? I don't know why my my car is not working. And then he goes, oh, let me see, right? And then <laughs> starts pulling it <laughs> yeah, apart. Yeah, pulling it apart and put uh, Radio Shack stuff <laughs> in it. Um, it's gonna be bad, oh, right? Yeah. So there's authorized and unauthorized, and a mm. lot of times, you know, I, I like to call religion as an unauthorized dealer. Dealer. <laughs> okay. So when you have that, you have to be aware that you could get into serious problems. Wow. It's mm. actually true because now I think about at least in the sense of my phone. I'm like, mm. if you don't read the manual, if you don't understand the purpose of it, you can't use it to its full potential. But at the same time, my I've overheated my phone before where it's shut off before. So kind of in that same concept where I think when we were talking about earlier where when you're so overloaded with things and you don't realize exactly, it's kind of running in a hamster wheel. Mm. And you just end up bogging down. I mean, I can speak from experience where you just get burnt out so much where everything in your your plate's kind of like, oh, it's there. Mm. But I don't want to really do anything about it because it's like you have no energy. You have no motivate. I guess motivation too is one of them. But yes. like you just get bogged down with this stuff. Mm. And then in turn, it just slowly, it has a ripple effect where, you know, you you stop doing one thing and mm. then it's another thing and it's another thing and mm. then to a point where you just it's almost like you dehumanized yourself mm. in a sense but <laughs> yeah you talk about motivation there Joyce you know motivation comes from power and purpose mm-hmm. without power and purpose there's no direction yeah so you're not motivated and then eventually you say oh, I just don't want to do that I just don't want to do that especially um, in today's society where busyness is a thing yeah yeah, busyness and uh, you know eventually, too. like I say, you, you your goals are not manageable because mm-hmm. you're so busy, you're ultra busy. Yeah, and you got to check your heart too. Like, why True. are you making yourself so busy to mm. a point you burn out at when you get home and you become lazy to do anything else? Mm. Why? Why? You know, like you got to check your heart. Maybe because, like I say, you look for that perfection, mm. and yeah. you want to look perfect before your boss. 
Mm-hmm. You could be busy and still not be productive. Productive. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, mm-hmm. that is so true. Mm-hmm. Do you find, Pastor Tom, with people nowadays, at least society nowadays, because it's mm-hmm. so encouraged to be mm-hmm. busy? I think now there's a bit of a, a wave of people now understanding the importance of rest and being able to really find their purpose, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think that society in a in of itself has perpetuated that sense of laziness because of wanting to constantly be busy or be per- perfect. Because I find that, I think a few years ago, one of my friends had given me a book called perf- uh, Grace Not Perfection. Mm. Or, yeah, Grace Not per- Perfection. And I was mm. reading it and I'm like, that's so true. Like, mm. constantly people are on this demise where it's like, I have to perform like this and like this, which there's no problem with performing in excellence, right? Because... Mm. You know, whatever we do, we should glorify God. But mm. I guess it's gone to a point where it becomes self-glorious. Mm. Do you think that's what perpetu- perpetuates the sense of laziness afterwards? Well, yes, yeah, um, demotivated uh, life and also mm. um, procrastination mm. kicks in. Um, there's so much of social media today that perpetuates that, like that's what true. you're talking about, you know. You click Instagram and you see all these people that are extremely, according to society, mm. beautiful, mm-hmm. right? And everybody is trying to be them. Sometimes the I, standard, just, yeah. I just, um, I don't know. I'm just, I just look at some of this Instagram. And I'm going, <laughs> you know, why did you even do that? Like, yeah. Why did you, why did you film that? Yeah. So. But at least they're doing something. So I'm just saying that um, there's good and bad. And, yeah. you know, it's it's the one thing that that really um, has a trickle-down effect is if you don't do anything, you don't want to do anything. Mm. And eventually it started with depression, leads to that, and then laziness, and then laziness leads to more depression. And then eventually you really have to dig yourself out of it. Like, oh, you know, how, yeah. do you, how do you even come out of that, right? So... Um, you know, one of the things I find um, is to continually dwell on the positive and not the negative. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, if you continually say negative things about yourself, um, that's not a way to get out of it, you know. And so as a friend, as a community, I think you, you either you reach out to the community mm. that you, you, you will get positive inputs. Like, you know, in the Christian circle, we talk about speaking life you know, uh, prophetic, like, you know, prophecy is just to speak life and to encourage. Yeah. And so it's important to encourage each other because, you know, anyone can get into that slum and mm. then all of a sudden you find yourself deeper and deeper in that. Um, today we talk about laziness, but it could be easily be depression and mm. and all those other check marks. You know? <laughs> yeah. Could it be a factor too that you know, we struggle, people struggle with laziness today because mm. they don't have an understanding or revelation of what discipline is. Yeah. Um, discipline, you talk about discipline, like you say, if you're disciplined, then you have to understand order. And even you, when you understand order, uh, then you do things um, one at a time, right? Mm. Rather than taking on so many things. Mm. Um I often tell people like, you know, I was just talking to a pastor in in India and he was telling me, oh, you know, uh, Pastor Tom, because 
there's so many. My heart goes out to all the villagers, mm. you know, in India. He took his motorbike and he went everywhere, and he just, he just went from one village to another. And people are so hungry to know more about mm. purpose in life. Like, why are they even there? Mm. Especially when you're in a village with COVID and everything, and you have no food, no nothing, no water, yeah. drinking water. Like, you get pretty uh, depressed pretty quickly. Mm. And you know, so he decided to go there and rode his bike for like 300 miles almost to wow. Andhra Pradesh into the villages and uh, <laughs> yeah and, and 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 to his surprise the local church didn't want to go into the area they were so close yeah like a mile away or two miles away yeah and he rode several hundred miles just to go and visit and they say oh don't go in there because you know those guys are not friendly to you mm. and he went anyways <laughs> wow and uh, he went to every village and he he went from like 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. as far as he can go and as much time as he could spend, quality time. And he found mm. that so many people are Amen. just wanting to have, you know, an understanding of power and purpose in life. Mm. And so he was sharing the gospel to them and and that's kingdom. Religion wow. says don't go, kingdom says go. And so you will find that a lot Um you know, we talked about uh, persecution last time mm-hmm. and how kingdom persecution are hand in hand, mm-hmm. you know. And yeah. so when you understand that you're a kingdom uh, ambassador, you really, you know, if there's people say, oh, people who are religious, oh, there's going to be persecution there, you actually go because mm-hmm. you understand yeah. that there's actually a harvest. Mm-hmm that mm. you can actually go and actually bless them and, and speak life into them, right? Mm. And that's how people get depressed and that's how be, they become lazy. And then eventually society goes, oh yeah, those villagers, they're super lazy. They don't want to do anything. Mm. They just expect handouts, you know? Yeah. Um, let's just see what we're doing to them. We're not reaching out to them. Mm. Wow. You know, we're not even speaking life. It's good. I mean, today I drove by East Hastings and there's so many people, mm-hmm. so many homeless. It's yeah. like so many. Yeah. I was surprised and, and too. It broke my heart. Every time I would drive by, it breaks my heart. But you, you know what? We yeah. need to speak power and purpose into them. Because why? You can continue to feed people. And I know, I know I'm going to get into hot water shit, but <laughs> you can continue to feed people and make pet projects out of people. But if you don't speak power and purpose yeah. into people. Yeah. I mean, you continue to feed and help, but you need to also Empower instill them. and speak life into yeah. people. Yeah. And, and and so that they can then get out of the depression and, mm. and uh, whatever that they're going through and see a glimmer of hope. You know, at the end of the day, it's hope, right? Mm. Yeah. So um, we need to use positive instead of negative talk. You know, negative talk doesn't go anywhere and doesn't help anything. Do you think there's a spirit behind laziness too? Um, yeah, you know, um, you know that's that's another topic that we can talk about. Like, mm. it's always a spirit behind lurking somewhere. Yeah. But I think also we can do things by actually help people plan. Like, if you have a plan of action, sometimes you know that's the helping hand, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes people don't have a plan of action. They don't have nothing. That's good. You know, yeah. and, and so you really need to go in there and give a helping hand and make it very simple and, and simple and easy. 
You know, look at how Jesus did it. He made it very simple. His mission was simple. The kingdom of God is here. Repent. <laughs> and believe. <laughs> It's like, you can't get any more simple than that because he understands. We are already super complicated. We complicated our own life ever since Adam. We're super complicated, right? We made everything so difficult in the world to a point everybody is super overwhelmed mm-hmm. that uh, a lot of people are falling through the cracks because yeah. why? They can't handle it. It's true. They can't handle it. Think about how many people listening out there right now, I, I can ask you right now, do you even know what artificial intelligence is? Mm. Because it's everywhere now. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like if I say something, it's so funny. I say, um, let's say if I say Tesla, and I didn't even, you know, I'm just talking, having a conversation with somebody, say Tesla. Next thing you know, there's all kinds of Tesla ads on my Instagram. Mm. Now, how did that happen? Yeah. That's AI listening and, and just, you know, reaching out to you and say, hey, are you looking for this? Mm. You know, uh, even though you're not, but you might want to look for that, right? But after a while, you're, it's overwhelming. It's really overwhelming. Like I find, like one time I was just walking around this, another electric car, uh, Polestar, Polestar, something like that. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, yeah, chi- Chinese made, China made electric car. I just walking around, it didn't say a word. I came home and my Instagram showed Polestar uh, <laughs> cars. Oh. And so it's very interesting how things are changing so quickly. Mm. But the fundamental principle of kingdom is that it is very simplified. Very simplified. That's true. Um, what was it? I was going to ask, with every, like how you say with AI and stuff, I feel like nowadays we're so information overload that even when you're like just trying to relax, your brain's still running. Mm. And I think, well, for those of you who don't know, I work on a neurosciences unit. Mm, mm. And I think one of the interesting things that I guess over the years when I had chatted with one of our surgeons before, where he feels like with the amount of information we have, even though we have such a surplus amount of it, there's still so many people are still misinformed and mis or uneducated, if that makes sense. Mm. Where, you know, there's, like you said, there's so much input and yet you can't process it. You can't filter it. And then you just are like there. And one of the things that we deal with is a lot of, I guess, brain candy and in other words, cancer. And one of the things he had, um, I guess, theorized was that, you know, a lot of our technology now today too is impacting how we're living our lives and how, you know, even in that laziness when we're not proactive or active in what we're trying to do, mm. you're actually kind of increasing your your chances for these things, mm. if that makes sense. Well, And I'm like, that's so true. interesting where mm. in God's design in our, in our fleshly bodies, mm. he did give us, well, not rules per se, but guidelines. Mm. And I think about it now that we're talking about laziness and I'm like, are we, are we allowing our bodies to be, be put into its divine design or are you taking care taking care of it like i even look at it as a as a basic phys- physiological standpoint where a lot of the times personally for me blood work wise i'm always low on my vitamin d which is the sun 
And I mean, even in this area of, our, of, of Vancouver, where a lot of people are lacking in vitamin D, and vitamin right. D is quite important to you, to your body, where it does change how you think, mm. you know, where I'm like, yeah. wow, God has given us the resources and, and tools to actually overcome a lot of these things, you know, physically. Of course, we do understand that there's still a spiritual um, basis for it, mm. just as we talked about in the past, but it boggles my mind at just how God's mm. divine design in this whole scheme of things. And yet, mm. because we complicate things, it's, or religion has complicated things, mm. it's like, well, now we have to get back to basics yeah. again. Yeah, I think you just add, you just, you just mentioned something about what contributes sometimes with our laziness. Yeah. Could be, you know, the kind of food that we eat, yeah. lack Especially of sleep, now. lack of exercise. Story of my life. <laughs> but, but I mean, all that to say, it it could it is a spiritual thing yeah. for sure, mm. but sometimes you know our own responsibility. You we know we, we got action. Yeah, take action on it too because mm. it does affect, it plays a factor. And I don't know if you want to add more on that. Well, I just it just occurred to me that uh, busyness, like you're talking about busyness, mm-hmm. you know, busyness actually is correlated to laziness wow. because uh, yeah, because you're ultra busy. And the world tells you you have to keep busy, like a busy bee, and you got to do this, do that, yeah. do that. Even when you want to have fun, you, you're, you're like busy. Constantly going, yeah. You're busy, you know, like I got to have fun. I'm going camping. Yeah. Have you seen people camping today? Stuff that they bring and <laughs> lug with them. When I used to camp, I just have a tent. tent and, and clothes. Uh, no, not even a tent, a tarp. Like, you know, I tie four <laughs> strings, strings. With a tarp on trees and then I'm good. And uh, today, you bring your whole world, house. Yeah. I mean, the list alone will stress you out. True. And then, you know, it's you true. get so overwhelmed. After a while, you go, I don't want to go camping. I'm lazy. Because so why? True. Because you're just so busy. So, busyness is actually related to laziness. And, and, and that comes from, again, um, not knowing the power and purpose of why you're here. Mm. And, and when you don't understand that, you try to create it. You know, like I told you about how the pen example and the fork, how if you don't know the maker, you don't know the purpose of it. Mm-hmm. And so again, you know, my 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 hope is that you find out your maker, Amen. the one that made you. And then you'll find out that he has um, prescribed a way on how to live. Mm. And his way may sound restrictive at first, but it's actually good for us. Like, yeah. for instance, you know, True. if if um, the if you know, like I don't, I don't know, like a microwave. Okay, mm. it sounds restrictive. Like you, when you buy something in a in a aluminum foil, you know, food takeout, whatever. Yeah. Nowadays, they have all kinds of paper bag yeah. and stuff. But you just want to stick that in a microwave, right, <laughs> and, and get it warm up. But you know what? If you actually read the manual of the microwave, it says. Do not do this, mm. right? There's restriction to that particular equipment. Mm-hmm. But if you don't read that, you mess it up. Next thing wow. you know, your microwave's not working. Same way with you and I, because we came with a manual. Mm. And when we don't read the manual, we messed up. Wow. Yeah, so I hope that makes sense. And that's, and that's interesting too, because that doesn't just apply to laziness. That applies to pretty much every aspect of your of your life and, and your design. 
Because yeah. I think some people don't realize. I mean, I think it was last night where I was watching something and she was just talking about how sugar isn't necessarily a bad thing in small amounts. Mm. But once you start going in for the binge and you start increasing the amount that you're actually mm. allowed to, then that's when it affects you. Mm-hmm. And the same thing with certain things in our lives, whether practices or habits, it's the same thing where if you're so focused on, let's say, a certain task or a certain thing, and you just become so, I guess, tunnel vision in that, that becomes mm-hmm. your focus. And I think even with busyness, I mean, I'm guilty of it too for a few years ago where, you know, that was life. Like if you weren't busy, then you weren't productive. Mm. And then realizing after you burn out and you're you're kind of like mm. wanting to lie in the cement in the rain, mm. do you realize that actually that's not healthy? It's actually not busyness that's productive. You mm. actually mm. are, you know, just as you said, it's actually laziness. <laughs> and and it it's the irony of it where, you know, the world tells you to do this, that, and the other so you feel fulfilled or you feel, mm. you know, like you're – you're accomplishing something and yet in that moment you're not really moving forward mm. you're kind of on a treadmill per se and yet yeah. and yet some people will say there's a good busy and there's a bad busy mm. I mean, like do you agree with that in that some state you know some some will make that statement as if yeah there's a truth in that but what you just said you know where do you where do you draw the line from yeah. that right uh, yeah <laughs> You either thrive or you strive, mm, and so that's a good, <laughs> you good know, thing, yeah. thriving is when you understand your purpose and you actually thrive. Mm. You know, like you understand your purpose. Like, look at a plant. I always <laughs> look at how God created stuff. Mm. You put a seed in the ground. Yeah, yeah. bury. You're it. not gonna stare at it to grow. <laughs> it will just grow. That's yeah. the principle in the yeah. Bible. The created by God. You stick a seed in the ground. Eventually, it will grow. Mm. Okay. But if you get into striving, right, you would just stare at it, put a camera on it, like a time lapse thing, <laughs> yeah. and then water and water. Oh, it's not growing yet. You've water more, you drown the seed, <laughs> and then you say, oh, no, it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Uh, when a farmer scatters the seeds, he doesn't look around and say it's going to grow or not. It is going just to knows. grow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's the way it is. Like, that's just prescribed. Like, just if there's no rain, water. Mm. Right, but it will grow. It will grow, and um, that's the design, mm. the original design, the way God made it. But when we strive, mm-hmm. and there's a reason for that. The so striving part is the unsettled spirit in us. Mm. It's called a sin nature. That's it's it. like it's always trying to rebel. The Book of Romans talked about how the sin nature, sin nature, rebels against God. All the time, mm. Romans eight, and um, you know it just it just challenges everything that is kingdom. It'll rear its ugly head and it'll challenge, and you go into religion and go, let's just do it our way, let's just have this done in tradition so that we don't miss it, mm. right? And that's striving. That's like mm. because why? That's stoppable. Mm. That's really stoppable. True. I'm telling you. A greenhouse is stoppable, but if you plant the food outside, the plant will grow, it'll right. produce flower, right. produce fruit, yeah. and then the fruit will drop, and then it'll grow next year again. But mm-hmm. <laughs> you put in the greenhouse, you limit it. No, you're not gonna. The moment there's no electricity, <laughs> mm-hmm. it is done, mm. right? So 
I hope that makes sense. Like, you know, mm-hmm. we're not here to control, you know, try to control, you know, things so that we can feel better about ourselves. Mm. We, we're here actually to depend on the maker. Like the maker, the more you depend mm-hmm. on the maker, the more you understand the power and the purpose mm-hmm. why you're designed. Yeah. So then you can discover that and then you can actually thrive because now you're no longer stressing out. You just go, okay, I'm designed to do this. Mm. I'm happy doing this. I'm really happy. To, have you ever seen some people that are just happy doing what they're doing? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even though they're not like the mega bucks that they're nope. you're supposed yeah. to be made. Like where did a mega buck concept come from <laughs> anyways? It's coming from striving. Yeah. Right. Right? All these things that you have to buy. You have to buy this. The latest watch. <laughs> the latest things. Mm. The latest makeup. Pressure. The latest whatever. Right? Yeah. And then you go home. Stop Tomorrow, thinking. you find out there's a latest, latest, <laughs> right? And then you're there's depressed because you bought all the stuff, spent all this money and it's outdated already. Mm. So uh, I used to say that things, you know, those those uh, sleek marketing companies always <laughs> plan things, plan obsolescence, I call it. You know, they True. plan to be obsolete before it even comes out. Mm. Oh, that's version 12. Oh no, that's version 13. No, 15, 16, 17. Huh? I just bought this. Mm. Well, it's obsolete. Mine can do this. Mm. Okay. Oh. Mm. What would you say some of the ways to overcome laziness then, Pastor? Well, I said about how you have to create a plan of action. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you need to discover your strength. Like, you know, once you understand, you seek the maker, right? Mm-hmm. You seek God. Seek the kingdom first, right? Jesus said. Yeah. Seek the kingdom. Why do you seek the kingdom? Because you need to seek the king, <laughs> the maker. So once you understand your make, who your maker is, you read the manual about you, mm. and then you figure out, oh, that's my purpose. Mm. Oh my goodness, our manual is the Bible. Oh, I'm supposed to be doing this. I'm supposed to be doing that. I'm not supposed to be doing that. I'm not supposed to be doing this. Remember right. the restrictive stuff? Mm. Not you can do all things, Bible says, but not everything is profitable to you. True. So you, you could do a lot of things. Oh, I want to be this. I want to be that, and then eventually you exhaust yourself. Exhaust yourself. You find that you know you're no better off. Mm. Yeah, you've tried ten different things, mm. trying to be everything to everyone, and Which leaves you depressed. Yeah, leaves you depressed, and uh, so. So one thing is to create a plan of action, right? What is creating a plan of action? The Bible says we have to have vision. We have mm. to have vision. Without yeah. vision, people perish. So the second thing that I always think about is like, once you understand your purpose, discover your strength. Mm. You need to discover your strength. Don't let people tell you what your strength is. You oh. discover your strength, mm. right? And you know it. You know what your strengths are. You know, <laughs> like some people can draw. Mm. From when they were tiny, really tiny. Like my daughter-in-law was telling me the other day, she went to this kindergarten and and this girl that was like three years old and she sang with such emotion and <laughs> it made the parents cry. Oh. Three years old, she sang like, Leah Salonga or somebody. <laughs> I don't know who she is. But anyways, you know, she sang like she was in a... In the opera, and 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 that's three years old. 
Capture, right? capture so, your heart. So you have your strength. You know your strength, right? Focus on that. Focus on that. And then along the way, as you use your strength, recognize your um, accomplishment. Recognize that. Don't ignore it. Not to dwell on it, but recognize it. Mm. So that you know that when you do this, these things happen. There's a principle behind that, that God has given you this strength and this will happen. Mm. So you know that. Okay? So for instance, I don't know, like any example, you know, any example, like your strength in uh, colors. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Some people. Some people just, by the way, colors is a strange thing, by the way. (laughs) Uh, You know, some people have like amazing an eye for colors and they're in it, it will lead them into fashion, mm-hmm. lead them into different things, design, life. Uh, yeah, stage life. lights, you know, mm-hmm. they, they just know it, right? And some people, I mean, I, I'm not one of those, but you know, but <laughs> you, you just, you just lost. And I, I laugh at colors because you know why? <laughs> That's not what defines you. That's mm. just your talent. You need mm. to discover mm-hmm. your talent. It doesn't define you, by the way. You know, you look at animals, you know how God created animals? It's true. Some animals cannot see certain wavelength. True. Mm. Some animals cannot smell certain scent. Sense. Yeah. So, you know, I laugh when I go into the pet store and say, this is made with real chicken or venison. <laughs> you know, some dogs, they cannot smell those. It's useless to them. <laughs> They just <laughs> it appeals to it the just human. appeals to the human yeah. buying it, but you're not the one eating it. Yeah, that's true. So right? And then you take it home, feed it to your dog, and he doesn't he's not interested in it. <laughs> because it smells like nothing. I did a research for one year on animal scents, mm-hmm. developing products for animals. And so I know now that we're not like, you know, like all creatures are not created equal. equally. Yeah. <laughs> true. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so among that, discover your strength, uh, recognize your accomplishment. And then if you, if you need help, ask for help. Mm-hmm. You really so need that, to ask for help. That's important. Mm-hmm. Right? Whether you connect yourself to a church or connect yourself to a support group or, you know, at work. Mm-hmm. You know, how many people at work, if they don't know how to do certain things, they refuse to ask their friend next to them because they feel that they are more inferior if they ask their friend for help. Mm. Like oh. a lot of people in school, right? In school especially, like, you know, I don't know how to do this project. The mm. smart one asks questions. Yep. Mm. <laughs> so true. Right? So, and then the other thing too you ask, Josh, how do you get out? Is to avoid distraction. Mm. If there's distraction, get out of there. Okay. Some people, they get distracted by a lot of things. Yep. I'm not anti anything. I'm just saying some things distract you. Be aware. Okay. Be aware of that. Right. And then the other thing is make things fun. (laughs) Once you discover your power and purpose, discover your talents, and you know you recognize those uh, accomplishments, and you have asked for help to improve on that, make it fun. So if drawing is something that you do, design, mm-hmm. work, make it fun. Mm-hmm. Don't wake up in the morning, oh, I got to go to work. No, make it fun. Make it fun. Mm-hmm. Design something that makes you 
feel fun. Okay. Mm. I know. Feel that, you know, have that uh, recognition of your accomplishment and then go in there and go, you know what, I did this before. I felt good about it. I'm going to try doing it again. Mm. So good. Right? You may be just designing a label. It's like the most mundane thing. True. You know, some of my graphic artist friends say, oh, I don't want to do that. But you can actually make it fun. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I saw how some people were designing labels and instead of writing a whole bunch of texting, it's 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 uses for this, for that, for that, for that, mm-hmm. for that. You know how shampoo always saying you use this, 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 yeah. and that, 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 right? You can actually use logos Hmm. to teach people. People actually react better to signs and colors than to text. True. Yes. Picture tells everything. Hmm. Right? You can have people using the shampoo this way (laughs) by a picture. Mm -hmm. Right? Do you know what a, a no entry sign is? Right? Yeah. Across. You get it right away. But if I write a whole bunch of text, do not enter. If you enter, you enter at your own peril. Like you don't no even read that. You yeah. just enter. It looks interesting. Yeah. yeah. So true. So 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 those are some of the things that I would recommend. And then lastly, if you've done something nice, reward yourself. Just go. Can reward treat yourself, yourself, treat yourself. And that in <laughs> itself is taking you off the couch. Mm. You know, reward yourself. Say, like, hey, I want to go reward myself. I, I felt, it's true. you know, we did that yesterday. We rewarded ourselves and we had a good dinner because we accomplished something well. Mm. And uh, yeah, no, I was so surprised by the business counterpart that just, you know, I'm not a gift person, but she showered us with gifts mm. that are, out of this world. And I'm like, oh, wow, that's fun. That's really fun. And that, I think that's what kind of makes it, it's kind of the cherry on top too, mm-hmm. where when you get onto that road of discovery for your purpose and you find that power in that purpose, mm. you then kind of, then you're on discovery. And I mm. think that's, it brings joy afterwards, especially mm. when you're not comparing anymore. Um I think you said it earlier that not all created creatures are mm. created the same. And yeah. I think having that realization and understanding, you know, can can be a motivation to say, hey, mm. you know, I can't be lazy because I'm designed differently. My purpose is, is different than whoever. Because I feel like pe- a lot of the times people do do have comparison, you know, keeping keeping them bogged down. But just as you said, you know, the most important thing first is to really realize who your creator is and mm. find out what your maker is because if you don't know your make or the model that you are you can't fulfill your purpose and, and and carry out in power and then you end up actually robbing somebody else of their blessing too yeah and so you know now that we've discussed it it kind of is a is a good motivator too you know because there are days when you feel like and eh, you don't want to do anything and you just you know just want to lie there but it, it drives you more, but it also reminds me that there's this there's that irony where you don't have to depend on yourself. If you, if you understand who your maker is, the dependence is on him. And that's the irony of the whole grand scheme of things with the design is that you're no longer, you, you don't belong to yourself per se. Mm. You actually have somebody that you can depend on and that you can rely on 
because they, he made you. Well, yeah, you know? and you're no longer striving. Yes. You know, you're just relaxed and go, you know what, this is a joy ride. Like, this is superb, right? You just, you just, you know, like, I don't know about you guys. I, I don't find this work. No. Like, mm-hmm. we actually enjoy doing what we're doing. and because, That's why we come. Yeah, and we're called <laughs> to this and, and that's Even our purpose. Even after a two-hour nap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I hope that this has helped you. And, and remember, you can choose anything in life, but you cannot choose your purpose. Only mm. your maker have chosen yeah. the purpose for you and and to discover your purpose you need to discover who your maker mm-hmm. is and what are the guidelines he's given you and that yep. guideline is in the bible amen mm. but until next week everybody we hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode if you guys do have any questions head on over to naturally supernatural.life and there is a connect with us tab there so you guys can head on over there and send us any questions that you guys have but until next week everybody god bless